Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. He's Jamie Rivers. That's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, how you doing today, man? Brandon, doing great. How are you? Uh, doing fantastic. So I was reading over on The Athletic the other day, and they were going through kind of resetting the league, right? Looking at, okay, who are the, who are the teams that are ready to compete for the Cup after this first wave of of free agency has officially come to an end. And they classified the Blues as the sixth most likely team in the NHL to win the Cup next year, classifying them basically as a dark horse. Where, where do you think the Blues stand right now in terms of competitiveness compared to the rest of the league after they've made some of their early moves in free agency curbs? Yeah, I, you know what? I think they're right there. I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think they are still within a window to compete for the Stanley Cup. I, I think that the team is still deep enough and some of the question marks that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks yes they exist but having said that you know when if you're talking about one of the top six teams around the league that somebody thinks that you can compete for a stanley cup you're in some pretty good company there so i would i would say you know that's probably right about where they should be when you have the question marks of the injuries with tarasenko and steen and some top six scoring and the loss of petrangelo and just how that impacts everything i I think it's probably a very a fair assessment of where they probably should be. Curbs, I don't know if we talked about this last week. I can't remember. That's kind of how old I'm getting right now. But um, the <laughs> the Winter Classic has been postponed, and we know that right. it was supposed to have the Minnesota Wild hosting the St. Louis Blues, which was an, we know that's an incredible event, and it's an honor to be a part of. I just thought that it was automatic that the Blues would be a part of that Winter Classic when it happens in the future. But I have read some things saying that they're not 100% sure if that's the case. What do you know on this that you can, you know, let our Blues fans in on? Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything along those kind of lines other than the fact of, of the postponement, Jamie. But, you know, the way the league does it is they're looking at planning. They're looking what they've already committed to in the future with some of this stuff, right? And And I would think that anything would be open to it. I would think it's likely that if they just go ahead and do that rematch, it, it would be that way. But then again, you know, you're talking about it, not just, a, it's not automatic that it would happen the following year. There could be an, and this is the last year of the TV deal. There could be other factors involved. So that wouldn't be surprising for me to see things completely reassessed. Um, and, and I would hope that they would come back to the St. Louis blues and, and put them in there, the, the ratings and TV ratings and, Commitment of fans to travel, I think, are very strong. I think, really, man, I'm telling you something. You go back over the last 10 years, and you see the number of Blues fans that are either traveling or in these arenas when the Blues play. 
and it really is something else. I mean, it's what got you on the list with the Nashville Predators, why they don't want to sell. I mean, the Predators won't sell tickets to Blues fans, things like that. So credit the Blues fans there. I think the reason that uh, St. Louis was selected originally for it was because of the fans and, and their responses, and I think that that will likely happen again. But I haven't been told anything specific as to the fact that it's all wide open again. Yeah, Curbs, I'll tell you what, I've noticed that too. Been in different buildings, and the Blues fans are traveling. Now, I hate to say this, but when I was back with the enemy back in the day with the Detroit Red Wings, the Red Wings fans traveled, right? Every building you went into, there were Red Wings jerseys, and home teams didn't like it. But I'm seeing that with the St. Louis Blues now, and I think that that's just a credit to everything that this organization has done and getting on a national platform too with the Winter Classic and the All-Star Game and doing such a great job here. Yeah, the one thing that I was really looking forward to about the Winter Classic was the fact that the Blues were not going to be the home team. So, as you know, when when you're the host city for the different events, there's so much more work that needs to be done because from a organizational standpoint, you're you're capitalizing on the hype and the pomp and circumstance of the whole thing and so many different ways to to interact. In this case, it would have been kind of fun to just be part of the be part of the event, but not have all that home city work to do. And, and I was looking kind of very forward to that. But, yeah, the fans have traveled really well, Jamie. Like, you go into Colorado, it's, well, it's no longer the Pepsi Center, the, the so they're calling it the Ball Center, which is a tin can. We ought to call that place, if we can just call that building what, like, the, the tin can now, I guess, is uh, would be a the good soup can. The aluminum center. Yeah. But, but you know, you go in there, I mean, the Blues would score a goal in Colorado, and you'd listen going, man, this almost sounds like a home game in some ways. And, and there were other buildings like that. So it was, it really is kind of cool. And, and, you know, and I think it's cyclical. I think right now it'd probably be pretty hard for some Detroit fans to want to go travel to see what the Detroit Red Wings have to do as they're in a massive rebuild. But it's pretty easy to be a Blues fan and go, holy cow, you know, if I can get tickets in Vegas or I can go see this team play in San Jose or I get to go see them head to head in Dallas, I'm going to that. And, and there's a good reason, too, because you want to see this good team play as much as you can. We're talking to Chris Kerber, voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. All right, Kerbs, one thing that I've been asking a bunch of our guests about recently is Alex Steen, because I just wonder what what his future holds for him this year. As the blues currently stand, they're a little bit over the cap, and so they'd have to find a way to maneuver things if or when he does come back. Have you heard anything about what the injury is for him, how likely he is to play this year, and what the status is currently for Alex Steen? Well, you know, he's it, it was essentially characterized as an upper body injury uh, is what he was dealing with prior to the re- resumption of play, and apparently it re-aggravated during you know preparation for the play to, uh, for the resumption. He played the one game, tried to go, and it just didn't respond. It's clear based on Doug Armstrong's comments that it still hasn't responded um, to the treatment that he had been receiving because obviously Doug mentioned the fact that it doesn't. It's not likely that if we started on January one, Alex would be available. So there, there's that aspect of it. I think that is what is giving you know you some reason to say, okay, the Blues salary-wise, well, yes, they, you still have to pay him if, if he is injured. But because of the long-term IR, they've got some cap space to deal with there. And, and then more is to be determined. I'm not even sure, to be honest with you guys, and I could be wrong, he might be back in town. I know uh, sometime in August he, he, he left and was going back to Sweden for about nine weeks. One of his shorter trips uh, back home, actually, uh, he had gone. I mean, he had been since Christmas time that he hadn't seen his boys. 
uh, up to that point. So, I mean, we're, I don't, I'm not sure if he's back yet, or I think he was coming back into town, uh, you know, fairly soon to, to get all this reassessed. So I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth of the teams on that front. Other than it's pretty clear what Doug Armstrong said. So if that's the case, it gives you a little salary room. You know, I think the, the larger question that is really looming right now for the league is, you know, they, they got a new, they renegotiated the CBA and extended it out. But I'm not so sure that that's all the negotiations that are done now because I think some of these teams, well, leagues, whether it be the NBA or NHL, if they end up with a shortened season, they're going to be dealing with some of the same stuff that baseball dealt with in terms of will players take prorated uh, salaries, will, you know, the, the financial impact of whatever is available for the season is still very, very much an issue. Now, uh, teams have been willing to look at it and, and work through it, and they did it, obviously, with the Players Association to get play resumed. And I think that level of cooperation is going to be really important moving forward, too. So some of that, Brandon, could actually dictate you know, part of where the Blues have to go and what they can do with it as well. Curbs, uh, number 47 visited uh, our beautiful city, Tory Krug. Uh, and he took a visit out to the practice facility, the Centene Community Ice Center, which we know is a phenomenal building over there. Uh, any reports on what his first impressions were here of the city? Well, I think first off, Jamie, for, for those that remember the first icebreaker event that the Blues did at Ballpark Village was when uh, Chris Butler signed with the Blues and Paul Stastny had signed, right? So the, the day started with an event at Chaminade where they had both played high school hockey. Well, a tradition started that the Blues have continued, and I absolutely love it. On stage at Ballpark Village, Bobby Plager gave Butler and Stastny their first Blues jerseys. How cool is it that the Blues have continued that tradition? So ever since then, when the player arrives, or whether it be an icebreaker or whatever, Bobby Plager is the one presenting that player with his first Blues jersey, and Bobby Plager was the guy that presented Tory Krug with his jersey. I love that tradition. I, I think it's awesome. I, I hope that thing, that tradition goes around the league because I think it's a real cool connection. Um, I, I was told that uh, Krug was not only impressed with Centene Community Ice Center, but when they took him into the alumni room and, and that you guys have out there, Jamie, that I know you, you've been in and been a big part of, like it's something that really kind of showed the connection of Tory Krug with this community when he finds out that, Wayne Gretzky has a home here. You know, you still have you know, Scott Mellenby around. Jamie Rivers. Conner and McKinnis and Brodeur and those guys. Uh, Kachuk and, and, and all the many other Rivers. names that they realize just how deep that really is around here. And that's, to me, I think that's what he walked away with, just a level of excitement of, dang, this really is a hockey town. Curves, final question that I've got for you. Last night, the Blues team account tweeted out the video of you sitting down with Joey Vitale talking about how you're, uh, how you had a surgery this offseason. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that? How you're feeling now? Obviously, we are thrilled to have you officially back in the saddle. How's everything going for you, man? It's going great. Uh, my voice just wasn't quite working the way it should have been. And, and I'd go through, and over the last couple of seasons, like there'd be a stretch of time where uh, you felt like it was just a hoarse voice and, and you figured, okay, well, it's just because it's a cold or it's the winter time or whatever. And turns out, uh, you know, Ed, Dr. Bradley, Dr. Joseph Bradley, BGH look at it and uh, they found a polyp in there. Good news, non-cancerous, any of that stuff there, Brandon. So uh, he, He's one of the top guys, if not the top guy in town for this type of surgery. He did an amazing job. 
forgot a large polyp, and I had to go about 10 days without saying a word. That was an experience, without a doubt. And, um, you know, and then we've just kind of rehabbed it to get it back to where it is today. So everything's good. Everything worked out really well. I appreciate uh, the support of everybody. Um, is You know, we went through it, and, and it was it was easy to go through. Dr. Bradley and the staff were great, and we, uh, we've got it back to where I can start barking. And the good news is I asked him, I said, hey, so uh, what do you think I'll experience? He says, well, it's going to be easier to actually, you know, talk than you would have found it before. And I went, holy smokes, there's another level. And that, that should scare the hell out of a lot of people the way I look at it. Well, Curves, we can, we're th- we can be louder. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what everybody needed. More, more volume from all of us, right? <laughs> Curbs, we appreciate the time today. We're thrilled to have you officially back. We're happy to hear that everything went so well with the surgery. All the best to you and your family. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. Okay, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. That's Chris. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to 750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.